Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley, Police One Editor-in-Chief. Hi, welcome back. This is Jim Dudley. Jim, uh, one of the topics that has uh, been hotly contested on the website for as long as I've been um, working at Police One is the notion of tattoos on police officers. And I bring this up because in uh, April of 2016, there was a survey released of uh, citizens, 21,000 plus citizens who were um, queried on whether or not they felt um, tattoos were offensive or in any way distracted um, from their professionalism, uh, the professionalism of police officers. And there's some interesting results. 69% disagree that um, bans uh, disagree with banning uh, tattoos on cops, 69%. Um, 70%, so basically the same number, um, said they didn't think it distracted from the professional professionalism of the officer. Um, the interesting thing is, is that kind of aligns with um, another survey we did on Police One. It's a Police One survey of cops. I don't remember how many respondents, probably upwards of 40,000, um, or 4,000, pardon me. Um, we asked, should officers be allowed to openly display tattoos on duty? And 19% said yes, fairly small number. 37% said no, increasing. The largest percent, 43%, said depends upon the tattoo. And, you know, I'm kind of reminded of the um, Supreme Court um, Justice Potter Stewart's um, famous line when he, ruling in Jacoby Ellis versus Ohio, the famous pornography case. You know, I don't know what it is, but I'll know it when I see it. So what's your take on officers with tattoos uh, openly displayed on, on duty? Well, within any jurisdiction, any agency can come up with their own policy on officers' appearance because they are the lead government uh, official meeting with the public, usually in a professional setting. So I, I certainly agree that the agencies have the right and the authority to regulate tattoo art, just as they would uniform appearance, uh, shaved sideburns, mustaches, beards, and the like. You can see in as far as when they talk about jewelry or fingernails or pinned up hair, braids, things like that, that those things all have some sort of a safety idea behind them, mm -hmm. that nobody grabs you by the tie, nobody rips you by your nose ring, your ear ring, your eyebrow ring. So those certainly uh, understandable. It's, it's ironic that since 1909, when the United States Navy uh, refused to permit uh, visible tattoos on sailors, that just now, this month, May 2016, they've loosened their regulations on body art or tattoos. So I think we're in a position now with societal values and views that the public doesn't see tattoos as the vile uh, form of expression that they might have seen them as decades ago. And I, I agree with the, the populist view that it depends on what it says. I mean, you certainly don't want somebody to come with uh, teardrops or 187 across their forehead or some sort of offensive words or depictions of misogyny or things of that nature on their face or their arms exposed. So I, I do believe that the agency has a right, but how they regulate it is, is going to have to really be uh, objective rather than subjective by, by the individual, that they, they would have to put down some sort of standard that they would have to abide by across the board. Yeah. <clears throat> the funny thing is, is that 
it's difficult to be completely objective and say, um, <clears throat> you know, you can, uh, let me read a comment from one of the, the members on the site, and it kind of sums up this thought. Um, if you have a military tattoo on your arm, I'm good with it, the member writes. But I think sleeves and quotes, skulls, naked ladies, etc., need to be covered in uniform. And it's difficult to be objective when we're talking about, you know, it's art, right? So you can be, it's art that's expressive of something that's meaningful to you. Um, you know, I have my family clan's motto uh, tattooed on my arm. It would be visible if I was a police officer in short, short sleeve uniform. Um, it's in a foreign language, so it's difficult for anyone to know what that is. You know, you have to ask. I've got a typewriter tattooed to my arm. I'm a writer, so it makes sense. It's expressive. So you, you have the difficult question of officer gets a tattoo that some might feel offensive, right? I don't know what it is, but I'll know it when I see it. But it's not offensive to that officer. It's it's it, it's it's reflective of something in their in their past in their life. So you have to have a policy that has the flexibility to say that one's got to get covered up. You know, I don't know what it is, but I'll know it when I see it. Um, you know, the others, th this other tattoo that you have is perfectly per perfectly fine, right? Um, it's I, I, I feel like it's just a very difficult question to answer. You know, completely. In, right. With any one thing, no one size fits all. I think on this kind of thing, and so many things with policy, you have to have the ability to be um, somewhat flexible and interpretive of that policy, right? Clearly, and who's who's the authority on art? So if you get these really nice tattoos that you have, and I decide to get my buddy with a coat hanger and a firebrand to put tattoos on me, are yours better than mine? Even if they're the same thing, mm -hmm. right? Somebody dips a, a nail in ink and decides to make some art on me. Uh, who's to say that that's not art? But I think it's a slippery slope. You get into these sort of Rorschach tattoos that appear to be one thing when looked in a different perspective, they look like something else altogether. I think. I would not want to be the arbiter of whose tattoo stands up to public scrutiny. Yeah, no, and I think that's really where the, the rubber meets the road on this argument, is that you, you can't have a written policy that addresses all of, you know, all possible possibilities for artwork. You know, you can, one, you, that's, this is kind of where the no tattoo policy actually makes a little bit of sense, is you can arbitrarily say, look, if you have a tattoo, it has to be covered. You know, I think we can both agree, and everyone listening can agree, face tattoos and neck tattoos, not a high likely, not a high probability for that to be a police officer's choice, right? right? But the arms, certainly, um, that's the most common place, I would su suspect, arms, shoulders, back, legs, calves, but the back, the calves, the, that's covered in uniform. The only part of the police officer's body that's in any way ever really visible on duty is, is, is a short sleeve uniform. So we're talking about sleeves. And we're talking about forearm art, right? Right, right. I think I think you're you're correct in uh, that the fact that most officers wouldn't get the face or the neck tattoos. But I've seen it. I've seen it on on sworn law enforcement officers. Uh, I've even seen plainclothes officers who are very distinctive, uh, and they're not burned by their tattoos, if you will. They're they don't have a problem going into uniform and either wearing um, their collars closed or mm -hmm. long sleeves. Uh, I've got to say, I think, I think you know, we're in the 21st century. I think body art is something people tend to appreciate and um, 
I, I, I would hire somebody by the sense of their total worth and maybe not based on the, the tattoos. Yeah, you know, and so it's, it's interesting to me to see um, agencies, even in this day and age, the year is 2016 as we record this podcast, as you noted, and th- there are still agencies that are just now instituting, you know, cover tattoos or no tattoos policies. I mean, this is, it, it seems counterintuitive to what the prevailing winds of society seem to the way the direction of the prevailing ones of society seem to be blowing. I mean, I think that it, to me, it's sort of, it's, it's kind of a disconnect between where society's at and some police leaders. And I underscore some police leaders. Right. I think that there are many that have the, you know, the flexibility, the, the intellectual openness to say, you know, we're moving forward into a different place. You know, 50 years ago, when I first, 40 years ago, 30 years ago, when I first got into law enforcement, things were different. Today, it's different. You know, we've got sure. a whole host of things that are different. Um, so I just think that it's, and particularly as young people come out of the military and come into law enforcement, there are a ton of men and women who have gotten tattoos reflective of their duty overseas, reflective of some of their you know, their experiences, their beliefs, their, you know, their ethos. Sure. And so those, I think that, you know, you can't, you can't out of hand just say, you know, this one, that one, this one, that one. I think there has to be a little bit more clarity, right? Yeah, and and recently I saw that Chicago Police Department came out with a restrictive tattoo policy. Some police departments do have pretty restrictive tattoo policies, and I, I just find it odd to come out in in this this type of um, social issues we have right now that we have uh, cross gender bathrooms and. Uh, people going by the their own pronouns and uh, I think I think we're into into a gray area that's really going to be difficult to manage yeah as we as we wrap up I think that we can both agree um, and probably everyone listening can agree that it's not necessarily a good idea in fact it may be a bad idea to get a tattoo I remember um, a couple of years ago there were there was a group of guys I believe it was Southern California um, who were getting tattoos as if in a club when they uh, had gotten uh, into a uh, officer-involved shooting, and I think that we can all agree that that, that paints all of us in, a, in a kind of a bad light, and it certainly could come back and haunt you in court. Sure, right? Sure. If you were to get something like uh, 187 or some sort of a club insignia based on how you treat uh, members of the public, yeah, really bad idea. Yeah. Well, the best thing about these kinds of debates is that they they go on and on for years, and still we haven't come up with a clear-cut solution. We may come back and revisit this in a future podcast. For sure.